Welcome to another episode of Living for the King. Brought to you by Union Chapel General Baptist Church. Hosted by Youth Director Brendan Hurt. Listen in as we grow closer to God and talk about how we'll be found. Living for the King. Living for the King. All right, we are finally back for season two of Living for the King. I've uh, been super excited to get this going again. I uh, had to get a few things kind of in place, including that new intro. Uh, thankful for that guy doing that for us. I don't remember what his name was, but I contacted him on Fiverr. Uh, he did a great job just in case he happened to be listening. I doubt it, but shout out to you. You did a great job. Um, but yeah, we're going to jump right into this first episode, season two. And I've got none other than Jordan Estes. So I'm going to let Jordan uh, tell you guys a couple things about himself. My name is Jordan Estes. I'm a 16-year-old junior at Portland High School. I play football for the Portland Panthers. I'm a big fan of football, love football. Favorite team is the Tennessee Titans, and I also dabble in a little basketball. Love the Los Angeles Lakers. There we go. You think Bron's coming back for the next couple of years to play with the Sun? You mean the GOAT? Oh, my goodness The greatest gracious. of all time, LeBron. We'll forgive um, Jordan for his lack of taste in basketball. Um, so, Jordan, I, I actually thought you were a senior this year for some reason. Until you said that a minute ago, I didn't realize you were a junior. How? It's not like I, I'm not Skyler. He's one of Skyler's best I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. Um, so, yeah, we've gotten to know Jordan for the last year or so, maybe two. I don't know. Uh, he's been coming around, started coming to church with Skyler. And um, I had the pleasure of baptizing him here a couple months ago. So actually, I'm just going to skip a couple questions, Jordan. We're going to jump into that question. So tell us about your salvation. From the beginning? or uh, You can give us a condensed version or just as much as you want to share, really. I don't care. Uh, I went to New, New Mexico in Arizona and went on a hiking trip, and things got a little rough, and I realized maybe if something goes bad, Jesus is the person to save me. Yep. So you just asked him into your heart right there on like the side of a mountain or something, didn't you? Pretty much. Yeah, so Jordan told me that um, when I was kind of going through some things with him, getting ready for his baptism, and thought that's pretty cool. Um, I've never had an experience like he had there on the side of a mountain, and that was for scouts, right? Yes, sir. Now, how how long have you been doing scouts? Since maybe third, fourth grade. It's been doing it for a while. All right, and that you were actually there this morning doing some things, right? Cleaning up camp. Just went on a camping trip this weekend. What? Uh, where y'all go to camp? Uh, it's a reservation, Boxwell. It's yeah, yeah, out there, at Wilson County. Yeah, we went there. Is that place cool? Like, it's huge back in there, isn't it? It's big. Like, there's like eight different camps in that one spot, and only, I think, two of them still run in the summers, but they have a lot of camps. Right. Well, that might lead us into this next question, so it's really kind of like, what's your favorite thing to do? Favorite thing to do? Uh, Surprising, it's not being a Boy Scout. My favorite thing to do is play football and watch football play Madden. Really, anything to do with football, I could probably get hooked on it. (laughs) <laughs> Sounds I'm, like you might be. I'm starting to get into <laughs> college now. Yeah. Um, well, how long have you been playing football? Since sixth grade. Okay. Uh, my I couldn't join a like actual team. I never played pee wee or nothing. Right. So my first year of football is flag football, and then as soon as I had the opportunity, I joined the middle school team. Did you go to East? Yes, sir. Yeah. Did you, you played? So you played both years at East, seventh and eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. I sat. I sat the bench seventh grade. I got my few plays in, but yeah. then I started in eighth grade, and then I started I the same way, freshman. yeah. Um, well, tell me, I'm excited to know this answer, actually. So just as a reminder, I send 
you know, the, the contestants, the people coming on, um, the questions kind of beforehand, just so they're prepared and they don't have to really shoot from the hip. But what's, um, what's one thing about you that most people don't know? Most people don't know that I am a Boy Scout. It's really nothing that ever really gets brought up. But when I tell people, they're usually shocked and say, I'd never think you'd be a Boy Scout or something along those lines. They probably thought you were a Girl Scout. Is that with her? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they expect me to be standing outside your local Walmart selling, selling cookies. Um, <laughs> so I've asked a lot of the high schoolers this question. Um, and I kind of know the answer, but I'd like to hear from your perspective. So it's, do you hear people talking about God or about being Christian in school? Um, so like, do you think Christ is present in PHS? See, this question, I think it's changed over through your podcasts. Like when you first started, I know Skylar said he really didn't think Christ was present as much. Right. But I think it's not necessarily talked about like outside of SCA meetings and stuff like that. But I think the amount of Christ followers has definitely increased this past year. Through helps of other students like Colin Dowsett, he started his own thing in the mornings. I think he does it still every Monday and Wednesday where he has his own little meeting in the gym and they really do talk about Christ. And I think he, really he's the manager, play. right? I th- yeah. For the football is. team. Your favorite. Yeah. I've got, dude, I've gotten really like him. Um, seems like a real stand up dude. Yeah. He's, um, he's really cool. Appreciate his help. So shout out Colin if you happen to be listening. But I don't know how Colin went about doing all that, but he got it all set up and he's really involved in it. And, I, I know he's preaching and doing youth over at Generation. That's awesome. I mean, it, all it takes is a little bit of effort. Um, Brother Robert Gilman talked about it today in his message. You know, all it takes is a little bit of effort. God's going to make a way. God's going to find a way to, to, to make that multiply. And uh, it sounds like he's doing that. Well, how do you think we can make it better? Like, how do you think we can get more people talking about, about God at PHS? Maybe. I don't know. I might be against the code of conduct or whatever because I know you're not allowed to Teachers and adults aren't allowed to give their opinions and whatnot other than those certain times. But maybe if we put up posters or something that says join us like in the hallways and maybe post on social media because I know the high school has a bunch of Instagram accounts. Maybe if we posted that inviting a bunch of people other than just, hey, Brandon, would you like to come with us? Maybe you get it on your phone and see, man, they're really trying to push this out to us maybe. Right. Maybe they'll see that and think, hey, I'll wake up real early one morning to school and get there and yeah. see what it's all about. I mean, I, I think it's a good idea. Do you know who runs those pages? Are they teachers or volunteers or students? Or I feel like it's probably a student, but I think it might be like faculty chose. I don't really know. Okay. I don't really know who runs those accounts. I have no clue. Um, I actually, so I don't have Facebook anymore. Jana still has it. So I have no social media. Um, been it's, that way for like two weeks now. Is this just like a period of time, like a social media cleanse? Are you going to no, make it permanent? I don't know. I don't know. Just right now, at this point in my life, I don't think I need it. And, um, you know, I've missed out on some things, missed out on some trash talk when the balls play or, you know, opinions, you know, about sports, things like that. But, and actually, then in the fights last night, the UFC fights, you didn't get to talk to anybody on, on Facebook about that. But, I mean, overall, you know, I think it's a, a win win. Um, well, what do you want to do after school? What, what you got plans for the future? I don't think I know this answer either. The goal, it's obviously to hopefully try and go somewhere to play football. But if that doesn't work out, maybe go to barber school, something of. That'd be cool. I, I always think it's cool. I always see people like Vic Blinds on <laughs> yeah. social media. He's yeah. always preaching and cutting people's hair for free and stuff. I always think that's cool. I think food's cool. I think it'd be cool to go to culinary school or if maybe somewhere along the lines I go to business school. Right. Who knows what I'd do, but just something to do. 
Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you want to do something kind of on your own or for yourself, you know, ultimately for others, but, you know, kind of by yourself. Um, You're using Boy Scouts. We do a lot of selling and stuff. And I think that's shown myself. I think I'm a pretty good salesman. Like I can, I think I can sell any, sell anything to anybody really. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's something you should capitalize on then if that's the strength you got. So speaking of Vic Blends, I don't know how many people listen to him. Um, He's got a, a really good message, you know. So Vic Blends, if you happen to hear this, <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe maybe shout out our podcast and we can kind of uh, share the love. Yeah, and his next haircutting video, shout out. Right, talk, uh, living, living for the king. The team. Right. <laughs> um, so speaking of football, what what's your favorite memory so far of football? What do you think? I don't really think I have like a certain memory that's my favorite. I have a few that I thoroughly enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like eighth grade year, I got my first ever career sack. Yeah. Uh, freshman year against our one of the first games we played a scrimmage against Gallatin, the Jamboree, I blocked what I call the game-winning field goal. <laughs> what do you mean you call it? Because, like, it wasn't really a game-winner, but Gallatin was freaks, and they decided to line up and kick a PAT, and I blocked it. So, like, in theory, if they made it, it's 7-7. But what about – did you realize Springfield punted on third down? Yeah, all the coaches were screaming. They're like, why'd they punt on third down? And I'm – I'm thinking because I'm, I'm, I'm there was go. a penalty that drive. So I'm thinking they thought it was yeah, fourth th- down. I think they forgot because I was, my goal was to go out there and talk to one of their players, and go like, "Why'd y'all punt on third down?" It was weird. It took it, man, it took me by surprise. I looked at the ref and I was like, "It was third, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, I don't know what's going on." But it, it, they didn't line up in a punt formation. I don't think I did, think no. they did like a quick kick. Yeah, they did. Um, so yeah, that shocked me. What about so the kid that got the interception? Ninety one for us. Oh. Torian, Torian, Sleepy T. So that was that was pretty cool. That's one of those cool moments for a lineman. It's like that picture I showed you earlier. That's me running out there, all hyped, and that was fun. Way to go, T. I mean, I was pumped for him because it was a heck of a play. I mean, he batted it down, looked up, found Quarterback, it, caught it. It was like a play action screen. He was about twenty yards deep, threw it up, and T right there in the middle. It was awesome. Swatted up, and T said on the bus ride home, he said, "Ball's floating forever." <laughs> and we were it's like all, slow motion. We were all making fun of him, like. T, what were you going to do if you dropped the ball? And we all make fun of his voice and just pick at him for it. And we're like, no, if I get you up, it's my opportunity. <laughs> that, um, so his mom, I worked with his mom at Hardy's for a few years. Her name, her name, people know her by Mercedes. I knew her as Grace. Um, like a middle name or something? Or I don't know. I think Grace is a real name. And then her brother is actually, you know, E, number 17? Yeah, I know E. His dad and Torian's mom are siblings. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, never did, mind. I thought I was telling you something you no, didn't know. I mean, I didn't know. See? Didn't know see? Did he, um, know, did he know he's related to Coach Rogan? Right. Yeah, that's his brother's son. And so is Isaiah Wicks. They're all yeah. they're cousins. Yeah, I knew that. Um, man, Isaiah came out after halftime thought he might murder someone, actually murder someone. He was going crazy in the locker room. Yeah, that's what I hear. Um, so enough about football for a minute. So if you can meet anyone from the past, who would it be and why? I've heard the answer. Like, is it a football answer? No, it's okay. not a football answer. I could, I'd obviously love to meet a football player, but I don't think I want to go back in time and right. meet some plumber. Yeah, well, that's fair. But I've heard the Jesus answers, and uh, I, I forgot who Piper said. I know Skylar said. I think Skylar said Jesus, but it's not necessarily Jesus. I want to meet God Himself. Like you know, <laughs> you know the seven days He created and everything. Right. I wish I could just be there and like watch witness, it happen. Witness was going on through His mind and like. Him throwing the land here and the water there and just working everything out. I think that'd be cool to sit there and just 
see what's going through his mind and see how he wanted to create life and what he thought the perfect quote unquote perfect life would be. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a pretty cool answer. Um, I don't remember all the answers we've had. I always look forward to hearing them, but I think Piper said like Mark and you thought it was someone from the church, but she was talking <laughs> Brother Mark, our old preacher. Yeah. Something. <laughs> she said somebody and you thought it was someone here and it's like, no, it's remember. the guy from the Bible. Um, might've been like Paul. Paul. Nowadays, it, my answer would just be any of the disciples since we're watching the chosen. It's like, we're getting to see them, you know, their personalities. Granted, we don't know, if, you know how accurate their personalities are, but it, it's just had this whole human side to them. And it's been really cool to kind of go through that gives with it, you guys. Gives everybody their own perspective and like personality and right. Instead of just paper and ink. Yeah. I agree. I, and you know, Matthew's always been my favorite book of the Bible. It's always my favorite gospel. I feel like it just really elaborates things for me to understand. Um, some people think it's kind of goes over the top with the, with the details at some point, but I like Matthew, and it's kind of cool seeing Matthew's personality unfold um, in the show as well. So next question would be favorite Bible verse, and what's it mean to you? So I don't really keep up with Bible verses, so I had I like, I did Google some Bible verses and just, one up. just schemed and like looked and thought, what, what does this really mean to me? And I found Psalm 73, 26, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And I thought that's really interesting. It's really neat perspective and and a really neat verse. What's it mean to you? Like what what stood out? So I, I sort of see it as like my body may fail or whatever. I may be getting old. I may be sick or I may be dying. But no matter what, God is there for me. He's there to guide me through everything, and He's going to get me. He's going to get me through it, whatever's going on. Yeah, I mean, it, but, uh, I don't know if you. Heard Robert? No, you weren't here this morning. Robert Gilman was preaching this morning, and I mean, the heart is the most deceitful thing that we have. Um, our heart will fail us. Our body will fail us. We know that to happen um, because of sin, but God's not going to. So I like that verse. So you said, what was it? Psalm what? Seventy three twenty six twenty six. That's that's a solid verse. Um, I like that. I would. It would have. I've, I've got a few. I've always liked um, Roman stuff. Um, I do like Matthew a lot. There, there's, I mean, I don't know. I kind of like whole books. It's hard to pick out verses that I like, you know, in particular. But so next question is, who is someone that has impacted you greatly in your life? This is a kind of a wild answer. It's your, what is it, your nephew? Skyler? Skyler? Yeah. I said Skyler because he's the one who introduced me to your church. and. Uh-huh. He sort of invited me in. If he never would have invited me, I never would have thought about going to church and never would have thought about trying to better myself. But he invited me, and y'all accepted me into the family, and now I'm baptized and one of the family members here. So that, that's going to lead us into our last question, um, but that's exactly what we're called to do. You know, The Great Commission, we've talked about it in Sunday school. That's what that's what we're here on earth to do, um, is to go out and tell others, baptized, literally, it, it says that in the Great Commission. You happen to bring that up, but Skyler's doing exactly that. Um, I admit, I, I could talk for an hour about how proud I am of that kid, uh, just how he handles himself. Just same as you. been proud to know you. been proud to call you part of our youth group. Uh, it's cool to kind of see what you guys are doing on the field, off the field, here in the classroom, at PHS. I mean, everything. Um, you, you guys have a really cool group, have a lot of potential to do some cool things in life as long as you follow Christ. You know, if you try to go out on your own, that, that Bible verse is going to come back and bite you in the butt. You're, you're going to fail. It's going to happen. But God's going to be there for you. Um, 
That's a good answer. I wanted to talk about something you mentioned on and off the field. Yeah. After the game last Friday, we went in the whole week fighting and thinking Springfield is our enemy. We hate Springfield. Let's go out there and beat Springfield's butt. But then after those one or two hours on Friday night, we went out there and we played the hard game of football. It doesn't matter if we won or lost, but after our handshakes and after we told everybody good game, we all gathered around and spread the word of Christ. And I think that's something that would be good if we continued to do it. I think we've only done it. So y'all prayed after the game? Yeah, we did. I didn't see it. I was picking up stuff and taking it like to the truck. Hall of Fame ball boy. Yeah, you got that. <laughs> but so who all, led it? I think it was one of Springfield's coaches. It might have been a player. I didn't really know. But yeah. I found – I don't remember his number. He's like 44 or something. He was for Springfield. And I sort of like grabbed him on the shoulder. I said – I I forgot what I said, but I said something like, I'll share the love with you or something. And so I took a knee and yeah. had my arm on him and stuff. I mean, that's – Speaking of going back to Skyler, we talked about that when he on his episode is like that would be something cool if you guys can continue to do. Yeah, I know we did it against Greenbrier and right. I do remember that because theirs they didn't have to clean up anything there. Um, but little kids are watching you guys. Um, you know, I know in the heat of the moment, you know things get heated, tempers flare. You know, we're competing. I think if that's a healthy thing to do is compete. Yeah, um, some things can get said on the football field. I said it can. It I can. I said some crazy things out there. You got to got to remember when I got my helmet thrown off forty <laughs> yards. You got to remember, man. Kids are watching. Little kids are in the stands, seeing how you react. People are around. Younger kids are around. You know, really close in the vicinity. They can hear what you guys are saying. They're seeing how y'all are, are handling things. So yeah, they're all crowded up on the fence trying to watch us it. and see us. And y'all are heroes in their we gotta, eyes. We got to set a better example for them. For sure. Um and I know you guys, you know, y'all have had a, a tough year starting out. Um, records one and five right now. Um, you know, it, again, competing is healthy, but it's it's not all about wins and losses. Um, you know, I happen to know y'all's head coach pretty well. That's my brother. Um, oh, really? <laughs> so, you know, I know he's over there turning boys into men. He's he's turning out fine young men for our community. You know, he's helping create great husbands and fathers and role models for our community. Um, so that's a win in my book. I know that again, and you know, we're, we're not hanging dubs in the, in the column in the win column, but, um, we're potentially impacting people, um, for, for eternity. You know, we're, we're hopefully leading people to Christ. They're getting to see Christ through us. And that's not easy. You know, it's not easy at times. Just like you just said in the heat of the moment, two games before DCA, I was ready to murder someone because I thought Skyler got hit out of bounds. It was, uh, Stubberfield. Oh, Garrett, you thought Skylar was Garrett? I thought that was Skylar. And oh. then I saw no one was helping. And the kids were just laying there on their sideline and their coaches were standing around. And I was heated. I was like, what has happened? Like, help him up. Who was that we played? It was DCA. It was White House. I mean, DA. Uh, Davidson County. Davis County. Yeah, not DCA, DA. I remember, I, yeah. I remember the hit now. I yeah. I remember it now. So um, it's really easy for that to take place. I'm a super competitive person. I've mentioned before, if you and I go out and throw rocks, I'm going to try my best to throw mine farther than yours at all times. Oh, yeah, I know. I've played basketball with you. <laughs> I just can't stand it. But that's not what's important. You know, what's important is what we're here on earth to do. And that leads us into the last question. And I, I don't really want to wrap it up. I'm enjoying this, but I didn't have any other questions prepared. But um, so how how will you be found living for the king? Um, this was a question I really didn't know. I had to sit down and actually think about, and I just looked up some things like, what is living for the king? What would that be like? And I saw a good one that said, 
I think he said like being drug free and alcohol free or something like that. And I was thinking that's something I preach upon. Yeah. I don't, I don't condone vaping or yeah. smoking or anything. I don't think it's cool. There's nothing cool about it. So I was thinking being drug free and alcohol free is fun. I like it, man. No, no one's really went in that direction. Um, right now, kids your age, that's cool in their eyes. Um, scriptures tell us our body's a vessel for Christ. If you pollute it, you know, if you water it down, you know, if you, if you tamper it with, with those things, those substances, you know, how are you going to be a, how are you going to be living for the king? How are you going to be a witness for Christ? Yeah. I don't even like get the point. Like you're sitting there and you're getting your three seconds of bubble gum or whatever flavor, vape. There's nothing cool about it. You don't yeah. look cool. Nothing's cool. Wait, it doesn't look cool? No. <laughs> if if you want to really blow smoke out of your mouth, I can teach you a trick. Um, that's a good answer. I like that. Um, anything else you want to talk about, Jordan, or anything? Anybody want to shout out? I want to shout out Colin Dowsett. All right. Yeah, for real. I, I've, I've enjoyed getting to, getting to know him, even though for the first three games he thought my name was Brian. Because um, you, you told him a little fib. No, I told him it was Brandon. He just couldn't remember it. Oh. Uh, yeah. So he, so he sort of came up and said, what up, Brian? And he sort of went with it? Uh, no, I told him each time he was wrong. He still didn't. He just didn't care enough to. Oh, that's Colin. It. Yeah, he just didn't really love me. If you if you don't really know him, you'll think he's just a little. That's just like oh, it's the moment. No, that's Colin. Yeah. Um. No, it's been it's been cool. He's a hard worker too. He gets out there and he he does a lot of stuff for you guys behind the scene. Like one night, he this was like four months ago or something. It was probably a month before I got baptized. He just I'm just sitting in my room playing 2K or Madden, whatever, doing lights off, just sitting there. Chilling, and then all of a sudden, I see a phone call. It says, Colin Dowson. I was thinking, like, did he mean to call me? And then I called him, and we talked for two and a half hours. <laughs> and we talked about things from golf to how oh, Lord. golf is kind of cool. A kid loves golf. He We've talked about golf a he's lot. He's a golf freak. Yeah. But um, we talked about a little bit of golf, a little bit of football. Then we ended up talking about God, and we ended up talking about Jesus. So this just hit me because – you you what you hadn't been before, so every year we have a bonfire at my house. A lot of teenagers come over, we kinda of just hang out, eat some good food, there'll be football on the T V. Um, just a time to really fellowship with each other. I just had a thought, why don't you reach out to Colin and see if he'd be interested in kind of sharing a word that night, like giving him an opportunity to maybe share not really his testimony, but if he was supposed to share a devotional that night. Yeah, I guarantee you Colin would probably be down. He just We'll have probably 20, 30, 40 kids there. So, I mean. Yeah. I I don't think Colin would have a problem with that. He'd just be, have a little jittery. That's what he tells me every, or he used to tell me every time when he first started preaching and stuff, he'd get a little jittery. But after that, he, he's, I think he's sort of cool with it now. And he just, oh, this is just another Sunday. Yeah. This is another Wednesday. Reach out. um, Yeah. Text him or call him, whatever, and see if he wants to give my number and I can get him the date. We need to move our date up. I think we said it in November originally, but that's probably going to be too cold. But. Um, yeah, I think that'd be cool. Be one of y'all's peers. Um, I think it'd be well received. So invite people, by the way, make sure, you know, you come out. Shout you. out to our listeners in Ireland. If you're still listening, uh, we love you. Ireland's Jordan so didn't cool. believe me that we're an international podcast. Technically, I, 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 <laughs> bro, you're on an international podcast right now. I know. I know <laughs> what all, all 300 people are going to listen to this. Hey man, we're hey, trying to, we're, we're trying gonna, to get our numbers up. We're going to get up there. We're going to be like your hero, Theo Vaughn. So, I need you to start sharing this. You have social media, right? Yes, sir. All right, share it. Well, I'll put out the episode on Spotify when I get home. 
iTunes and all that. You you share it to your social media platforms. Yeah, I'll put it on Instagram, my story, and then yeah. if I can ever doubt or log back into Snapchat, I'll put that on my story. So our goal, you know, I've said it before, not to get rich and famous. That's not going to happen anyways. But um, truly, just let one, honestly, let people of our church and our community know more about the teens that are attending here. Let them see what you guys are doing for Christ in the community. Um, but most importantly, it's just to shed light on God and uh, point people in that direction. So that kind of wraps up episode one of season two, unless you got anything else to say, Jordan. You just did the you did the right thing, getting the best for the first episode of the second season. <laughs> kicking it off, kicking it off right. Kicking it off right. You got Evan next? Uh, yeah, so I think, so Evan, we were originally going to do Evan with you. Um, I was wondering where he was at tonight. Well, so he initially said he didn't really want to do it. And so this morning I told him that you're going to do it tonight. He's like, well, am I going to do it? And I was like, yeah, you can, but you, you said you didn't really want to. He's like, well, I don't really want to. He said, but I'll do it. So he's going to do it by himself. I think have, the Sunday after fall break. He could have had a buddy here with him, but I know. instead he wants to do it by himself. I think he's worried he wasn't going to get to talk any because you talk so much. Because I, I do talk a lot. <laughs> when you start talking about something good, I'm going to talk. Um, but, yeah, so Evan Ferguson's going to be our next guest most likely. Um, Little Fergie. I look forward to it. As Stacy says, Steph Curry, right? <laughs> Hall of Fame three-point shooter. <laughs> Stacy's like, he's really good at shooting threes. Evan's like, nah, bro. <laughs> oh, I saw how good he's at shooting threes in our little uh, school pep rally. Really? Can he shoot? No. <laughs> Why can't he? I, 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 think, can't I think he took like two or three shots. He didn't like, make done. a single one. That's all right, Evan. We still love you. I um, think he might have made a layup. but, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to episode two. Um, we're going to try to get this going on a weekly, weekly cycle again. And just for those – who have been listening this whole time. Um, I'm going to introduce you to our, to our new guests like Jordan, like Evan. And then after that, we'll have some returning people and I'm going to get them to kind of start sharing some devotionals, sharing some things that God's doing in their lives and kind of bring in the word to the audience just to further prepare these kids to do that in the real world um, when they're met with those situations. So Jordan, appreciate your time. Appreciate you coming on and hanging out with me, man. Um, got a lot of love for you. I look at you like one of my own, and you know, Jan and I always be here for you. So, thanks a lot. You're gonna make me shed a tear. <laughs> All right, bro, we're out. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you will join us again next time. Brandon encourages everyone listening to be found living for the King. Living for the King. Matthew 28, 18 through 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, "All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth." Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. God bless.